It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. And good morning. Welcome to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Tom Barfield, Garrett Ross, along with you here on this Wednesday, halfway through. Yeah. Almost. 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 It's been a good week. Interesting week. A lot of stuff going on. There is. little thing called the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Are you into the NIT at all? Uh, I've been dipping in and out of the NIT. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on the NIT. I've caught like one or two, you know, pieces of games, but I haven't really dialed in and locked in and hit it. No, I haven't either. <laughs> Hello there. Hey, where you been? <laughs> I was getting coffee, and then I was down the hall talking to the country disc jockeys. You got to go real slow with those guys sometimes. But uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was seven. Hmm. So here we go. He got a, he got a watch on and everything. <laughs> I got yeah, but see, I got what? What do you call one of these watches? Uh. What's what, like a smartwatch? Or yeah, something? but it's not so smart because it's a minute off. Ah, there we go. That Actually, it's two minutes off. So, I, and I'm not smart enough to operate the smartwatch, so I can set the time on it. But anyway, Ward, how are you? Outstanding. <laughs> Gary, you doing okay? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Hey guys, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I was at a football practice yesterday, and 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 this is the truth. I I told somebody yesterday. It may have been Matt. I don't know. Uh it feels like we were just in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. I mean, it seems like yesterday. And it was, you know, look, what we get to see, and you guys know this, it, it, There's, we get to see some warm-ups, some agilities, mm-hmm. a little of the maybe some of the individual drills that they do. Uh, and, and that's mainly for for the television cameras so guys can, you know, can roll some video and and the newspaper people can get uh, some shots for uh, for the paper or what have you, uh, you know. And, and then after practice, uh, that's when you get to talk to a couple of the players and and, and and coaches and stuff. But you you don't see a whole lot of the practice. But what you know, we what we got to see, it was fun. It was fun to be back out there. And I, first thing I thought of is I said, I, I, Ward's got to come to this. I mean, this this is this is right up his alley. Just you know, if he sees a football, he gets all excited. Yeah. So, uh, but it was fun, and, and uh, we'll do it again on Thursday as they get ready for their um, their spring football game on April the twenty third. So, uh, the the old annual green and gold game. So, should be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Everybody else, uh, I mean, anything exciting happening in anybody's world? I mean, anything go on? I mean, the Stars won a, a awesome game last <laughs> night. If y'all were tuning in, you well, score two goals in twenty four seconds, and you come away victorious. How do you do that? I Actually, mean, and then you get one on an open net. So yeah, they won by three. Really? Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, where were they? Were they at they home? They were at home. Were they? They were at home. Yeah, they beat Edmonton, uh, so, which was kind of like a play in game. It, it, both teams are in the hunt for the playoffs. Yeah, but see, Edmonton's not very strong in that front line. I mean, I that, don't know, man. You got Patrick Kane out there. Yeah, he, I, I like Kane. Patrick. He's 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 a good skater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, for real, it was a good game though. So that's what I did last night. Or you you don't agree that Patrick's a good skater? Uh, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the, the Metroplex, did you guys see where the uh, the Mavs were playing the other night and they had to d- delay the game because of? 
the roof was leaking. Yeah, that's yeah, not the first time that's happened at the AAC. Really? Unfortunately, <laughs> you may want to get you may want to get your little roofing company out there, and yeah, it might be a good idea to get a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Patch that thing up. <laughs> I mean, to me, but like, it was pouring. Have it was pouring onto the floor. It wasn't just dripping. Look, it's. It's not as bad as what Washington was dealing with up there when you have the wall falling in on Jalen Hurts and you got like toilet water draining on people, but you shouldn't have this these issues in a professional stadium. Well, and I'm like Ward. It, it, look, anything can happen, but once it happens, make sure it doesn't happen exactly. again. <laughs> but that's not been the case. Did you see it this the other night though? Seriously, I mean it was it it, it looked like somebody had it raised the. Uh, the dam, the water was flowing. So anyway, and I don't, in in you don't want the ice to melt either. So <laughs> it's climate control. We're, we're good you, on that end. Wouldn't be you, would, I just thought about this? Wouldn't be the the Zamboni dude? Wouldn't that be a great gig? Go, you get to drive that thing out there and do donuts and stuff on the ice. That would be pretty awesome. It looks fun. It does. I, I think being the Zamboni guy for the stars would, you know. See, I, I'm starting to feel the the transition here. What? Well, look, I'm a big, I'm a, I, <laughs> the wing guys, I, and I want to be on the third line. You know, you don't skate as much. Yeah, very true. So, I just, I've always been confused by when they when they change lines. You know, when they make those substitutions, how the other team goes doesn't go. Hey, look, they're subbing. Let's go. Yeah, that's one thing I don't get, and it happens so fast. Well, you it know. does. I mean, they're over the wall and, and you know. It's a lot of things. Yeah. Or hang out in the penalty box. You know, how's your day going? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of fun. Is there a, which drives me, brings me to another question. Is there a sport, a, a popular sport that you just totally don't understand? Look. We don't understand the nuances of of of, of uh, hockey, but we we get the the general concept of. Hockey. Is there a sport out there that you just totally don't get? I would say uh, that. All right, here's something that'll crack y'all up. I don't understand in baseball when y'all are saying like six, three, two. What I don't know what the hell That's, that is. Each position, position is numbered. numbered. Okay, so the pitcher's one, the catcher's two. First base is three, second base is four. I always four. hear that. I'm like, okay, cool. What was that? Third base is five, shortstop is six. So you would think it would be shortstop five, third base, but it's not. And then left field to right field, seven to nine. Okay. So it's, if it's a six, four, three double play, it means the shortstop threw it to the second baseman, who then threw it to the first baseman. See, that's just too much yeah. for me to keep up with. I, I, I've watched, and, and I've watched it, and I think we all have for about 30 seconds each. You know, when you're going through the Olympics and you run across curling, I'll watch them sling that thing down there. But I, I don't get that. I don't understand any of it. it. When you knock it out of the way, is that a good thing? If you knock it, you know, I, I don't get the I don't get the concept. It's like shuffleboard. Shuffleboard's I fun. I don't get that either. Shuffleboard's fun. I don't understand rugby, but it's pretty cool to watch. Is that where they're wearing like those big white things out outside their oh, that's pants? Cricket. Oh, cricket. Okay. Rugby's like Australian football. Kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. They're, hey, them dudes are playing football in shorts and t-shirts. They're yep. tough. They're tough cats. Yes. And that football's a little oblong, isn't it? Uh, yep. It is. It's bigger. And then you you get like two or three points for a for a touchdown or something. I don't know. How did we get here? Anyway, welcome welcome to Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, right? All right. So on the program today, 
Uh, Scott Drew did meet with the media. We'll, we'll hear from Coach Drew concerning uh, uh, Jerome Tang headed to um, headed to Manhattan. And I think the official introduction is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Uh, Scott Spinelli from Believe Podcasts is going to be with us. Talk some college basketball as we get you ready for the uh, Sweet 16 coming up on uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, as we mentioned, Baylor football. We'll hear from Dave Aranda. A lot of conversation, as you guys might suspect, about the quarterback position. And uh, we'll hear from uh, from Dave on that. Uh, Josh Neighbors is going to join us, talk some Big 12 sports. And that'll be coming up a little later on this morning as well. And uh, Stephen Simcox will uh, update us on what's going on with TCU. We'll do that around uh, 8.30 this morning. So that's kind of the plan for you here. And then USFL is gearing up. And, and Garrett, you ran across some interesting tweaks to some rules and, and things that they are going to try to maybe even, I don't know, differentiate their game from uh, the National Football League. I mean, so it, it and I, a couple of them I, I found kind of interesting. Yeah, so you're going to have a three-point conversion and then a best of three overtime among the rules. So those are some of the things we can get into. But yeah, definitely a unique aspect and twist to the game. Yep. Baseball softball was uh, from Baylor was in action last night. We'll talk about that as well. So we got uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to as we get rolling here on a Wednesday morning. Tom, Garrett, Ward, we're glad you're with us. We're presented uh, this morning from the Allen Samuel Studios. We're brought to you by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, ProStar Rental, and, of course, Big Boys Record Service. All right, uh, 7 10, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock, we're going to check the weather forecast. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. High pressure in control, and that means a lot of sunshine again today. Still a bit on the breezy side with highs topping out at 68 degrees. We'll see a few clouds tonight, otherwise mostly clear skies. Lows fall to 36 and mostly sunny tomorrow. More of a southerly wind, and that means warmer temperatures with highs topping out at 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on the john moore show chris level our guest texas tech sports network has this year been seems like more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the big 12 a thousand percent yeah i i feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls i feel like every night is a rock fight because i think teams are struggling to score it, it, because the defenses are so good John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Hey, Ray Magliozzi here. I don't know about you, but my car could use a few upgrades. I mean, the 8-inch tear in the driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt has molded to fit it, but I'm ready to move on. My solution? eBay Motors. They've got all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, from seat covers to whole new seats. When I get that new seat, I think I'll put the old one in the living room, right next to the minivan seats, or as we call it, the sectional. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80. Seven fourteen. We are rolling through Wednesday morning here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, glad to have you with us. Mike Greenberg comes your way at uh, well, we hope Greenies. Sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Sometimes he has substitutes. I think when he does the NBA television stuff the night before, he uh, he sleeps in. I don't blame him. <laughs> so. Uh, his show, Greeny, is at 9 o'clock this morning, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Morse program, and at 4, Matt Mosley will be here uh, talking Baylor and Cowboys and whatever else uh, Matt has on his mind. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we, we talked about this, and we've talked about it a lot, in fact, but uh, uh, Jerome Tang is uh, is headed to uh, Kansas State to become their uh, next head coach. And yesterday, Scott Drew met with the media, and, and Scott talked about uh, Jerome Tang and his departure to Manhattan. Well, it's a bittersweet day from the standpoint, really excited for coach Tang and him having an opportunity to uh, uh, be a head coach in the big 12 and at Kansas state at the same time, whenever you work with someone for 19 years, it's like a family member moving away. <laughs> it's hard. So uh, uh, been some tears uh, and uh, obviously uh, uh, going to miss him. The great thing about him being in the Big 12, we get to see him uh, on the road recruiting more because you'll be in the area, obviously, and then uh, get to see him Big 12 meetings. I guess that makes those meetings more exciting now. Um, although they're always very good, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, definitely excited for him. I, I think Ward that uh, he, he's not – I don't think either one will enjoy playing against each other. No, uh, they know each other pretty well. Yeah. It be and, difficult. And, and, you know, look, Scott's just – I mean, look, how many times has, has has Scott scheduled Valpo? 
None. He's Never. not going to. And he's not going to. And, and all of his other assistants that have become head coaches. He, I mean, he, that's just the way he approaches things. Here he has no choice. Twice a year, you're going to get Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Once at third place and obviously once here in Waco. So I don't think that that's going to be a, uh, a – I, I think it'll be a very uncomfortable day uh, for both of them. I mean, because, as you mentioned, 19 years and they are so close. So they know each other inside and out. It's it's going to be fun to watch that that strategy and that battle between those two, and they may meet three times. Yep. Yeah, that's a great it's a great point. And again, I think for us, it, it will be incredibly interesting, uh, in from a basketball standpoint, plus a human interest standpoint. But for them, I don't think they're going to like it at all. Uh, I just you know beating your buddy, uh, beating you know, or as, as Scott said, you know, like a brother. I mean, and and. I just I think that's going to be tough. Yeah, he. he I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and look, when the, I think when those two meet up for you know one of the first times, that's a great opportunity to have game day come in because there's so many storylines to that, and you get exposure for both programs, especially too. if uh, if one or both are going pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. He, he, Scott did talk about replacing Coach Tang. Yeah, I, I definitely. Coaches always know uh, uh, other people that they would like to work with and think would do a good job. A big thing is staff chemistry, and a big reason for our success is, has been staff continuity. And uh, I mean, all of you can relate when you take a new job. That first year, it's more a transition, and that second and third year, you're really clicking on all cylinders. And it's just like players normally the longer they stay in a program the more productive and better they are so uh with us uh staff chemistry has been huge and uh uh we'll make sure uh, um that who we bring in fits in well with what we have and what uh, uh adjustments we make with that uh um, keeps our culture in, intact and progressing uh like it has yeah and interesting i mean there's sounds like that you know who is coming here? He's already got in mind, and and you know, and look. So it's probably just about dot nines and crossing t's and that kind of stuff. Now he was asked, would it be to basically replace Coach Tang, slide right into that 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 position? And interesting answer. I think uh, uh, he knows what he's going to do, and we know what we're going to do, and uh, we're going to have our staff here, and uh, he's going to make some additions there. Sounds like nobody from Waco is making that journey north. That's what it sounds like. I mean, you know, you, you, until it's done, it's not done, but that's what it sounds like. But one of the things I, I found interesting that he talked about was that, you know, sometimes they make, they have different assignments just to keep, you know, just to keep, keep it fresh. So in, it, let's, let's talk in terms of football, Ward. Uh, you're the linebacker coach, but maybe in a couple of years, you're the secondary coach or, or, you know, or you're the D-line coach just to keep things, you know, keep everybody moving and keep everybody to where you can do anything. I mean, you know, you have a, a staff that can plug into any position that you need. And and a lot of these guys, as he pointed out, uh, these guys coach. It, it's not, hey, they teach a little bit and, and then eventually, you know, all, you know, it goes to the head coach's de- – I mean, look – he he turns them loose to to teach, coach, recruit, and, and, and really be a full piece to the puzzle. Well, that's what you got to have on a staff. You got to have a guy that's interchangeable and be able to do different things because you never know when 
things like this happen. You know, somebody gets another opportunity and can move on to somewhere else and take a head coaching job or an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinating job. You know, that's you know that's climbing the ladder for them. And so you've got to have coaches that are integral parts of your staff that are interchangeable that can do multiple things. I mean, you're not just a linebacker coach. You're you're a you're a football coach. You're mm-hmm. not just a you know, guard coach, you're a basketball coach. You got to be able to do everything. And, you know, you're, you're grooming a lot of times your staff, whether you want to or not, but you, you are grooming them for the next step in their, in their career. And that's your job as a head coach. That's, that was the point I was getting to. If you're, if you're a, an assistant coach anywhere in America and you see how Scott Drew runs his coaching staff and how they do things here, this may be a destination for you because you know it's going to give you an opportunity to do a lot of different things that you might not be able to do at some other different places. It's going to give you an opportunity to to teach and coach and also to learn to teach and coach under Scott Drew. Also, think another thing, another factor is COVID taught everybody that you got to be adaptable and you got to be versatile because there was times when, you know, look, look, Coach Drew was unavailable. Jerome Tang was ready to step in and they didn't miss a beat. It was essentially like another head coach, you know, going in. So if you need everybody around you on the same page, you need multiple people who know different facets because if you never know what's going to happen, whether it's coaching changes, sickness, illness, or anything, and you got to have people in place that you can trust to step up and just keep the. Like his business status quo. Right. And, Ward, we, we know that – and, look, this is the way that Coach Drew – and he talked about it. He said this is the way uh, that his his father, Homer Drew, uh, ran the Valpo program, and this is the way he knows how to do it. This is the way he's comfortable doing it. So everybody has – I mean, I mean, everybody's involved. and everybody, So you should feel like, hey, you know, I, I'm not just doing this or I'm not just doing that. I mean, you've got a – you've got a – responsibilities all all across the board but at the end of the day at the at the very end of the day ultimately it's this is Scott Drew's basketball team so to have a guy stay for 19 seasons tells you that Scott Drew does an incredible job of taking care of his players and coaches I mean because whether you're allowed to do all these different things or not if working for a guy is not any fun you're not staying for 19 nope. seasons, and and I don't care what the situation is. So that's that's pretty cool. So, uh, again, Coach Tang will be introduced in in Manhattan on Thursday, and uh, I suspect within a couple of weeks, uh, the uh, we'll see a release on what uh, what Coach Drew's going to do as far as filling that position. I, you know, I'm not saying that he's filling uh, Coach Tang replacing Coach Tang. I think it's re- it's filling a coaching staff pos- vacancy on the basketball staff. I mean, I think that's how he's looking at it. So we'll see how that goes. Hey, a couple of quick notes here from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Let's start right here in the 254. Would eligible players been more likely to return if Coach Tang had stayed? Well, I, I can't answer that. Uh, I, I think if you're coming back, you're coming back because you want to win and you want to compete. And, and, and I think a lot of the players, you know, that have an opportunity might just come back. But it's a fair question, too, because he may have had a relationship with, you know, a couple of those guys. And if that guy's gone, well, now they've got a choice. Either they, they want to stay or go to the next level, or do they want to transfer to Kansas State? Yep. Yeah. 
Well, the portal's available. <laughs> I mean, that's where we are now in college basketball. Yeah. And football and baseball and everything else. Yeah. I mean, seriously, the portal is, is there. Uh, you know, we've, it, seen, it, we've seen coaches go somewhere before and players follow them, i.e. Lincoln Riley. No, I, I get it. I mean, I get it. Uh, you know, and one of the things, I guess, if you if you think about leaving is are, where, where, where do you have the best opportunity to win? I mean, would it be helping to, to reconstruct a program or is it a program that is in pretty good shape? Or is it a place that you can get showcased and get some minutes on the floor or on the field to give yourself an opportunity to get to the next level? Yeah. Around here, you I get- mean, un- unfortunately, it's it's not all about winning anymore, which it should be, but it's not. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I also think, though, that here you get you get minutes. I mean, it's, it's especially this year. <laughs> if you were healthy, you played. I mean, it was it was pretty much the way it went. Yeah. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all how it all unfolds uh, and see where we go. Uh, the uh, another one was uh, back to football for a moment on the CNC Collision Center text line from the nine zero three. I would ask Coach Aranda. We know last year was an amazing turnaround. What does a successful season look like for the Bears this year? It is it very hard to repeat as Big Twelve champs. But as fans, are we spoiled to think that this is the new normal for the Bears? Well, here's my answer. The expectation is to win a championship. It better be to win a championship. Uh, that that should be your expectation for anybody and everybody. I mean, you know, and is it hard to repeat? you darn right it is. Uh, and and I, I think a couple of the kids talked about that yesterday, uh, Ward. They talked about, hey, we, we you know, we, we're now the target because everybody knows that we got a good football program. And so now people are going to be gunning for us just like they were in basketball with Scott Drew and, yep. and the Bears. So, all right, uh, 726. We're 26 after 7. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Scott Spinelli from uh, Believe Podcasts and talk some college basketball. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, Television College Basketball Analyst. Is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be? Or are they better than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, They can guard. They can switch. Even their bids can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the key, the, 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 the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guard, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard position, and we see that uh, being a problem. Right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like things happen in the season. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Two runs in the bottom of the ninth earned Baylor baseball a 3-2 win over UTSA. The Bears are 11-9 and and headed to Oklahoma this weekend. A midweek doubleheader sweep for Baylor softball. Wins of 5-1 and 7-1 over Tarleton have moved Glenmore's team to 17-10 on the year. Major League Baseball announced three rules that will be in effect this season. Rosters have been expanded to 28 until May 1st. Extra innings will start with a runner at second base. And a starting pitcher who is also the designated hitter can remain as the DH after being replaced on the mound. NM basketball is on the court tonight in the NIT quarterfinals taking on Wake Forest. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, 731, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program from the Believe Podcast, Coach Scott Spinelli. Coach, good morning. And, and first of all, how's your bracket look this morning? Hello, Coach. Coach, can you hear us? Uh, we'll have to... I can hear him. I just don't think he can hear us. Uh, 
Well, we're having a little technical problem with the phone. We'll see what's going on here. See if we can't get him hooked back up and, and get him on the program. Uh, talking uh, talking college basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we ready to try it again? Let's see. Coach, can you hear us? Hello, Coach. All right, uh, seven thirty-two. We're we're having some technical problems. We'll, we'll see if we can't connect on a different line and and uh, and, and and see if we can't get that to get get that little bugaboo worked out here on the program. Try one of the ones down at the bottom there, uh, there. Uh, So anyway, uh, we're, uh, we we were just talking about the uh, the, the the peacocks of St. Peter's. They're into the Sweet Sixteen, and and. and Odds are they're a thirty to one odd that uh, that you know that they're not going to win the East and and we get it but you know just to be there right now and to be a part of this thing uh, it's pretty impressive pretty incredible really oh they're playing with house money yeah I mean getting getting in and and getting to getting into the field of sixty four really and we were just talking about this if you're looking for a comparison this is like this is like. Uh, what uh, maybe a Mary Harden Baylor if they were a Division One program getting into the, this thing with you know two thousand people yeah, about, uh, on about campus? the same size campus yeah let's try it again coach can you hear us we are having some phone issues press down huh. number are they all number four press down there okay. Coach, can you hear me? He cannot. Uh, we're having some some phone issues here this morning. All right, uh, seven thirty three as we talk sports. But I mean, what what do you think it means for the community, for that campus, and, and everything uh, associated with with that program? It's it's amazing. I'm sure that that whole town is is a is a buzz. The campus is a buzz. Uh, they might not even be having classes this week. <laughs> it may be a, a national holiday. Uh, I don't know if they're on spring break, but they may have got a double spring break coming up so it's going to be it's going to be uh interesting to see how long they can keep this thing rolling for them because again they're playing with house money so they have nothing to lose and sometimes that's a great thing for a a basketball team to be able to go out there play loose and and not worry about you know all the pressure and they shouldn't have any pressure on them because it's it should be just be a a fun time for them right now yeah and, and you know they're, as you said, they're just gonna they're playing with house money. They're just gonna go let the chips fall where they may and and see what happens. I don't think I'll say this. I don't think they're afraid of anybody. Do you? No, absolutely watching, not. Especially after watching them play. I mean, they're they're ready to go. No, they're not afraid of anybody. I mean, you know, and that's that's <laughs> the beauty of of basketball more than maybe any other championship in collegiate sports is. You know, it's if if you can just get some runs going and get things going your way and get hot. Anything can happen on the basketball court. Yeah, and we were we talked about it yesterday. You, you, we're not asking you to win ten or twelve or fourteen games over the course of three months in a league. You're asked to win one game in March to move to the to the next round. So, uh, and that's that's what makes the difference. I mean, a lot of it has to do with draw. A lot of it has to do with how you pair and how you match up, and a lot of it has to do with how you're playing in March. Mm-hmm. And they. They're kind of fun to watch because, again, you know, nobody, and, and I mean absolutely nobody expects them to do anything, 
And here they are. Have, they won two games, and, and they're into weekend number two, and nobody, maybe not even them, expected to be in weekend number two. Well, in the back of their mind, they probably didn't. Uh, but they had to believe that they had a, as good a shot as anybody else, you know, coming out of the gates. And, you know, things fall where they fall, and, you know, maybe we can play with some of these guys. You know, the confidence level on them right now has to be extremely high, and that has a lot to do with it. And when you're – when you go out there and you think you can make it from anywhere on the floor and your offense is is clicking and you get a couple of breaks, that confidence level goes a long way in the game of basketball. We talked about Iowa State. Two wins a year ago, and here they are. Um, they're among three of the Big 12 teams that are still playing. We, we, we kind of thought three or four Big 12 teams would, would still be playing. Uh, in Didn't this, think they'd be one of them. Did not think they were one of them. You know, wasn't sure they were going to make the tournament. And again, we talked about it yesterday. This is a basketball team that three times in the last few weeks, barely, barely, twice they barely broke 40. And once they didn't break 40. Yeah, I mean, they're an intriguing team. You know, and I think in March, once you start getting, you get that one win under your belt and you start getting a little more confidence and then you sneak out another, uh, you know, that's all you really need at this point. This matchup against uh, Miami, I think, is going to be a little tricky. Uh, they play a little more guard-oriented uh, ball than Iowa State has seen so far in the tournament. But if they could keep up with the Canes you know, and not allow them to, to create separation and get easy baskets, I think it's going to be fun, and Iowa State can keep marching. So yeah, Iowa State and Kansas in the Elite Eight. That was all awesome. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all had that penciled into our mm-hmm. bracket, didn't we? Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, again, uh, you know, the, the, the action begins again on Thursday. So – uh, it'll it'll be fun to see how that uh, how that all unfolds and and uh, and again right now it, it's about you know who you're playing and how you're playing as uh, to to determine who's going to uh, to move on again uh, I don't think anybody if you really looked at it over the last couple of weeks of the season really felt like North Carolina was an eight seed now their whole body of work may have said hey North Carolina is an eight seed but uh, look they could they can play with anybody in the country. They really can. I, I was really impressed with what I saw from North Carolina. And you got to think that Brady Manick, you know, he's been on fire as of late. And then you got ejected against Baylor, you know, and you almost cost your team the, the win. So that's something that I think he's going to carry with him into this next matchup, you know. And But look, if they're going up against a UCLA team, I thought UCLA, I had them, you know, marching in my bracket. My bracket's obviously, you know, trash this year. So let's <laughs> take that for what it is. But. I, I like North Carolina's chances against UCLA, and this two blue bloods going at it, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. I, I, I've i got UCLA winning this game. I just think UCLA is a bad matchup. I, I had them actually going against Baylor and beating Baylor, too. Yeah. I mean, they're just a tough matchup for a lot of people. We're going to find out again. Everything uh, gets rolling again on Thursday and uh, and, and Friday, so uh, as we get rolling with the Sweet 16. Ward, when you look at this matchup for Tech and Duke, are there any concerns that you have for the Red Raiders? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough in the backcourt for, for the Red Raiders. I don't, I don't know. Look, you're going to have to be able to match Duke and be able to find a way to keep them off the offensive glass because that's something they do very, very well, and, and they get those putbacks. So you're going to have to block out and get some transition buckets off of that. If Tech can do that, I think they've got a puncher's chance in this one. I this is one game though you cannot let get away from you. Oh, no. You're not going to let you're not going to have the opportunity to let Duke get out to a 
10 to 12 to 15-point run on you and expect that you're going to be able to stop that and come back on it because you're not going to be able. They play too good a defense. Yeah. Hey, Tom, you've been hot on Arkansas all year. What about them and Gonzaga? Well, I just think that they've gotten better as the season goes along. And I may be I may be dead wrong, but I just don't think Gonzaga is as good as they were a year ago. Vulnerable. Very uh, vulnerable. And, and look, it's they've had some bumps in the road along the way. Uh, I've got Gonzaga moving through. But, man, it would not surprise me if the Hogs got it done. Because, again, I think that's a team right there. You look at their resume, uh, the last couple, three weeks of the season, they've really, uh, I think, you know, kicked it up a notch. And that's a, that's a pretty good basketball team. This is going to be this is going to be fun. There's going to be a, there's a lot of good matchups. And, again, I go back to what Coach Drew said, uh, I, and I'm 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 drinking the Kool Aid now. I, the number out beside the name, especially at this point, when you're when you're down to 16 teams, who cares what that number is? No, I mean if you, you survived yeah. in advanced, <laughs> you've survived in advanced. Yeah, that's all that really matters. I, looking at these matchups for me, Houston and Arizona is going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I, you know, I think mm-hmm. Arizona. I had them winning it all. I think a lot of people have Arizona winning it all. But this Houston team under Kelvin Sampson, I mean, this is going to be. Super athletic matchup for both teams going at it. Well, look how TCU pushed Arizona all over the yeah. place the other night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a heck of a basketball game. It, it, it really, really was. It, well, they, you know. they played well. TCU played well. And, you know, they're a team that's, you know, they're a prime example of they got on a roll late in the season and they carried that through the tournament. Absolutely yep. they did. So uh, it'll be fun to see. All right, uh, 741. We're 19 away from 8 o'clock. Let's uh, let's take a second here and let's talk about Morrison's gifts. Uh, you know, if you've got a birthday, an anniversary, or a holiday coming up, or you just want to say thanks for whatever reason and you want to give a gift, give that gift from Morrison's gifts. They've been in business since 1979. You hear me? 1979. What year were you born? 85. Okay. They've been in business longer than you've been alive, and you don't do that without being at the top of your game, and they are exactly that at the top of your game. They're Waco's gift store for every occasion. They really, really are. And you can choose from all kinds of great things, such as John Hart leather goods, key rings, candles, uh, Consuela products, uh, jewelry, uh, just all kinds of terrific gifts for uh, for that special person in you, in your life. Morrison's Gifts is a Baylor alumni-owned business, and uh, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. They're right next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And again, you can go by there, and they are going to hook you up with a great gift, and they offer free gift wrapping. And, uh, man, you're just going to be you're going to be in, in a good spot when you, when you hand her that beautifully wrapped gift of whatever you pick. And you can get some assistance. I mean, Sally and the gang will help you out picking that gift. It is Morrison's Gifts, and again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. Baylor Baseball headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Oklahoma Sooners this weekend. The Bears in Norman to take on OU for a three-game Big 12 series this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 2 for the Bears and the Sooners. Bears. Sooners. Big 12 Baseball this weekend from Norman, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Can Brothers you hear me? Management is proud to serve the students of you Baylor cannot University hear me. with apartments check, such check, as the check. Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors. You can guarantee that your college living experience will can be you hear me now? and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to can the individual me? is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management leasing office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at Diamore Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Hey, uh, you see Tony's face? Yeah, he's using one of them Dollar Shave Club six-blade razors with six stainless steel blades for a close shave. His face is as smooth as a river rack. Smooth as a nice olive oil. Like a bowling ball. Like silk pajamas. Like a seal down at the aquarium. Like a ball of wax. Wax job? Hey, no one said nothing about a wax job, okay? Quit being a wise guy. Dollar Shave Club, for a noticeably smooth shave. Find us in stores and at dollarshaveclub.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Two runs in the bottom of the ninth earned Baylor baseball a 3-2 win over UTSA. The Bears are 11-9 and headed to Oklahoma this weekend. 
A midweek doubleheader sweep for Baylor softball. Wins of 5-1 and 7-1 over Tarleton have moved Glenmore's team to 17-10 on the year. Major League Baseball announced three rules that will be in effect this season. Rosters have one, been two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. I'm not saying Extra anything. Extra innings will start with a runner at second base. And a starting pitcher who is also the designated hitter can remain one, two, as one, DH two. after Hello. being replaced on the mound. NM basketball is on the court tonight in the NIT quarterfinals taking on Wake Forest. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Wednesday morning. Talking sports and uh, talking to you here on this uh, Wednesday. If you want to join us, you got an opinion, we'd love to hear from you. Our CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. You want to jump in and uh, be a part of the program. We would love to uh, hear from you. Anything that uh, is going on in the wide world of sports, you've got an opinion, we'd, we'd love to hear from you here this morning. On the program. All right. Uh, yesterday, as we mentioned, the uh, the Bears got rolling in the uh, in the uh, first of uh, their uh, spring football drills, leading up to a spring game on April the twenty third. And uh, you know the uh, the big interest, obviously, is going to be replacing the or figuring out, not replacing, but certainly figuring out where you're going to go with the quarterback position. And uh, and, and guys, uh, you know the. Coach Aranda was was asked about it after practice, and one of the things that he talked about uh, was that both of the guys got uh, got you know are, are getting equal amounts of reps. Yeah, they so they rotated um, all throughout today, and they'll you know Thursday will be the same. And I think you know they're they're competing against each other, and I think you know Sean does a great job of uh, fostering that and managing that, and I think they do a great job of embracing that. I think you know. I mean, for me, just just learning from, um, you know, um, the past of and the mistakes that I've made in terms of managing all of it. I think you you always want to come in if you are not the guy. You're, you always want to come in with an opportunity to show what you can do. And if you do it, have, have an opportunity to play. And I think that's that's something that um, I think is. Uh, is is real and something that's that needs to be appreciated and you know um, we want to do a good job of of seeing that and so you know getting guys reps and mixing guys with different groups and uh, really making it competitive I think will bring out the best that is uh Dave Aranda yesterday after after practice talking about uh, the quarterback situation he was also asked about would he like to have the quarterback situation settled by spring, and uh, and he said absolutely he'd like to have it done. Yeah, I think he'd like to do it at at the end of spring. I think you know, I think for for um, for for Blake to be given an opportunity, and then for Gary to kind of assert himself is really kind of what's happening. And so I think um, I think it's fair to both of them. I think um, you know it only will make you know, Blake and or Gary better, and so we're embracing it. Do you do you treat it as a blank slate, or do you come in with 
taking into account what Gary did as a starter for 11 games last year? Yeah, I think, you know, Gary's got to come in and just continue to improve. And then Blake's got to come in and outplay him. And so, um, you know, I think he's he's given that opportunity, and uh, like all of that's kind of been laid out and talked about, and uh, you know he's attacking it. So I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, they want it done this spring, impossible ward, and Bohannon is is the incumbent, and Shapin's got to beat him out to win the job. Well, that's what spring football is all about. You you give guys an opportunity to get some snaps, get some plays, and be able to grasp the the offensive concept and, and find a way that you know are are these guys able to lead the other 10 guys on the field and, and be able to do those type of things and I think you you have an open competition and and yeah Gary should be should be the number one but it doesn't mean that you know he should get more snaps or anything else than anybody else you've got to find out what you have to be able to move forward because you don't know if you're going to to need him or the other thing of it is, you don't know how he's going to respond. And I'm talking about Shapin or anybody else that's your backup. You don't know how he's going to respond, and you don't know how, you know, it may come in the fall, and, and he have, may have, have taken two steps forward, and your other guy has set neutral or taken a step back, and all of a sudden he's a starter, but he didn't get enough snaps in the spring to justify being able to be comfortable in that spot. So you're, you're doing yourself a disservice unless you let him have that opportunity right now when you have that opportunity to do that. And, and that sounds like what they're doing, just exactly what you pointed out, is that they're giving they're giving both guys those snaps so that uh, you know they can both be prepared. Hey, look, you're not in the Sugar Bowl without shaping, and then Bohannon goes out and wins the football game for you. So, I mean, heck, it's a, it's a heck of a run. I mean, look, uh, Shapin had to go in the game, what, in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and immediately guided them down and got, got points and – and look, you're you're not in that position without Gary. I mean, they both bring different skill sets to to the table, and they but they both have 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 found a way to to lead and 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 be effective and and be efficient quarterbacks. I think it's a good problem to have if you're Baylor because you have well, two guys you know that are essentially starters. So you know it's and both of them are getting better right now. You you don't want to go into camp and just be mediocre and not have anybody push you right like you. This is the best situation possible for both of these guys. And, you know, it, it's going to benefit them in the long run. I think that Shapin is obviously the future. But Bohannon, to me, has got to be babe, uh, better at stretching the field, you know, and not really relying so much on his legs at times. Well, he, he's going to have to. He's going to be able to have to be able to throw a better deep ball. Yes. It, because defenses won't respect him if that doesn't happen and his legs are not going to be able to save him as much because they're going to have sit in there and go, hey, you know, we, we, we don't need to put, you know, a cover three on this because we know that if we can cover it in cover two, then we got another guy that coming up and de- de- defend the run. Right. And it's going to make things more difficult on him. You know, look, Baylor's in a lucky position right now because they do have two guys competing for a starting job that are very capable of, of running this offense because some teams would be sitting back right now and already have that guy jet into the transfer portal and be playing for somebody else because they saw the writing on the wall. Now, look, Baylor's going to also need to be able to give these both these guys enough snaps to let both of them know, hey, you're both a big part of this program moving forward, or they're going to find themselves in a situation that a lot of college football teams find themselves in right now that, you know, 
after spring, if the writing's on the wall and, you know, he's not getting so-and-so's A or B's not getting enough snaps, they don't feel like, guess what they're going to do? They're going to transfer and jump in that portal and, and, and go play somewhere else. It just, that's the way college football is lined up right now. And Baylor's already had that happen. You remember Zeno hit the portal on him last year. Yep. So, you know, look, I think, though, when you look at Bohannon and Shapin, both guys, I feel like, realize the situation they're in, realize the system, and I don't see either one of those guys hitting the portal. I, I'm just saying. Oh, it, I know it's very likely. It, it, well, it's not, it, it's a possibility, but if you don't give both of them enough snaps in the spring. Yes, I got it. You know, one of them's going to say, hey, I didn't get any snaps in the spring. I'm not going to get any snaps in the fall. Yep. I'm out of here. And I think in today's – And that's not just them. I mean, that's any everybody. program across the country. Yeah, fill in the blank. Uh, I, I think, you know, just what they both went through a year ago shows that in today's college football, you've got to have a couple of guys. It, it's – one guy, I mean, playing 12, 13, 14 football games at that position, I mean, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, you know, and – Look, where would it, where would Baylor have been without having both of them? They needed both of them last year. Oh, yeah. They would not yeah, have but, been in the championship game, and they would not have been in the Sugar Bowl. But Baylor's an anomaly right now. I mean, they're lucky to have that. Yeah. There's not a lot of programs in the country that have it because of the transfer portal. And, look, it, it's, it, it, it would be – I guess the best word I'm looking for is it's a luxury to have that. Absolutely. Because that's not, just, that's not reality in today's college football. It's just not. Well, so practice one is in the books. Practice two coming up on Thursday. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. Look forward to it. All right. Uh, and, again, that leads into a uh, spring football game at the end of April. I believe the 23rd uh, is that spring football game at uh, McLean Stadium. City Ranch Boot Company has a, a great location, and they can't wait to see you. You can choose your skin. You can choose your design. And then let Jay Kelly and his team go to work and create that perfect pair of boots belt, wallet, or handbag just for you. Design boots for uh, for what, uh, whatever occasion. Maybe it's a wedding and you're going to design boots for the bride and groom. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a sales incentive and you're going to design a pair of boots or what, or a wallet for, um, for, for your employee, your top salesman of the month or your top salesman of the year, whatever the case may be. Custom design, locally owned, family operated, and of course made right here in Texas. We're talking about City Ranch Boot Company. City Ranch Boot Company is located at 10267 North River Crossing. That is just off Highway 6 and 185 next to the Joko Building. And you can uh, give them a call today at 855-7225. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or, or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. That's cityranchboot.com. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball and softball both record wins, plus Baylor spring football practice is underway. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, 
We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. If you like the Baylor Nike gear John and the crew are wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball and baseball, both with wins last night at home. Softball sweeping a doubleheader with Tarleton State, 5-1 and 7-1. Next up, softball on the road at top-ranked Oklahoma for a three-game series this weekend in Norman. Also, Baylor baseball with two runs in the ninth inning knocks off UTSA last night, 3-2 the final score. The Bears, likewise, headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Sooners this weekend. Coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 and Sugar Bowl champion Bears opened spring practice yesterday afternoon. The Bears will work from now until their spring green and gold game on April 23rd after practice number one yesterday, here's Bears head coach. Hey, can you hear me, Josh? It's, it's good to be back. You know, it. Um, Josh, can you hear me? There's been, there's been a lot All right. of. Uh, All right, man. A lot of Hopefully work. this works. Bear Just, with um, Whether it's conditioning or weightlifting or leadership, um, mentoring and everything to get to this point. And so it. it um, you know, I think in terms of a calendar, maybe not a whole lot of time since we've been off the field, but it sure seems like we've been investing a lot. And so, um, you know, it was good to see a lot of that pay off. I thought, like, tempo was really good. I thought guys were taking care of each other. Um, you know, not me versus you in a practice, but me with you, trying to push you to get better and you push me to get better. And, you know, we'll see where that goes once pads pads come on and it becomes um, you know more pressure and competitive and all that but I thought it was good you know I thought we were able to get a bunch of guys reps and you know they were fighting through the elements and all of it so um, thought a good first day. Head football coach Dave Aranda following the first practice of spring yesterday and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the post-game audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. 
We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tomlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us from the Allen Samuels Studios and we welcome into the program from the uh, Locked On Big 12 podcast, Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? Appreciate your time. I'm well, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Doing great. We appreciate uh, appreciate your patience uh, this morning. Uh, we we, uh, we were talking about it this morning. We, we all kind of expected three, maybe even four teams in the uh, NCAA tournament into the round of 16. Not sure we had Iowa State penciled in as one of those three teams. No, but what's interesting about it was I was going through every single Big 12 team's path to Final Four last week, and what I found interesting was I actually thought out of the bottom three teams, so Texas, Iowa State, and TCU, I actually liked Iowa State's path to the Sweet 16 the best. I thought that because they were playing LSU with no coach and then they were going to play uh, Wisconsin or Colgate, with a potentially, you know, injured Johnny Davis, that it was going to be a situation they could actually manage. And so I thought that their path was going to be, you know, it's difficult because the way they play, but actually one that they could manage and manage they did. They were able to make it this far. And look, it just it just goes to show you, you know, TJ Otzelberger has done one hell of a job there. I mean, two wins last year and to revamp and redo everything and get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, Jamie Pollard said yesterday that they were informed of the first at-large team to ever go from two wins to the Sweet 16 the, 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 you know, the, the next season. So what a job Jamie Pollard did in finding Otzelberger and, and what a job Otzelberger did this year. Texas Tech has uh, Duke coming up on Thursday. This matchup, is it is it very difficult for Tech to be able to run the floor with with Duke, how do they stay with them, and, and is it all about defense in this basketball game? Well, it's always about defense for Tech. I, I think the one player I'm watching is Paulo Bancaro, and everybody's like, of course, Josh, you're watching Paulo Bancaro. Why wouldn't we be? But the players that tend to beat Texas Tech are guys that can shoot over their defense. They can get to a spot. They can hit pull-up jumpers and they can operate in that kind of space. So I actually think Bancaro is a good matchup. Uh, it goes in Duke's favor. The problem is, is just the, the collection of guys. And for Texas Tech, one thing that we've seen work against Duke a whole lot, we saw it um, a little bit. We saw it with UNC to try to get Brady Manikin situations. And I think uh, um, Virginia Tech did a great job using Keve Aluma like this. They played Duke. You got to pull Mark Williams away from the basket. And Bryson Williams is the perfect kind of player to do that. I mean, he is, he is, I think still percentage wise, maybe the best three point shooting uh, player on Texas tech. So Bryson Williams is the key for tech. In my opinion, Bancaro is the key hitting tough contested pull-up shots, much like a Mike miles could, as I mentioned 
uh, he is the key player when it comes down to it for Duke. So this line guys too, it's been minus one in favor of the red Raiders all week. I expect it to hold that way unless some late action comes in on Duke, but usually you see a spread like this swing, this line has held. So it seems like the public is pretty split on how this one goes down, but it just feels like coach K's group doesn't have as much juice as we thought they would. Although I did like that when they had against Michigan state, but just it, it feels like there's a real possibility that their run ends uh, against Texas tech. Josh, there've been multiple coaching changes uh, throughout college basketball, whether you look at LSU, South Carolina, you know, what's going on at SMU, but the biggest one in our backyard is Jerome Tang leaving for K state. What are your thoughts on the hire uh, overall? And what do you think he can do there at K state? Well, I was upset that my Missouri Tigers did not go and get Jerome Tang. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was upset about that. Look, you know, you can make the argument that um, Jerome maybe hung around longer than he had to, right? I mean, this guy is a really well-revered coach who is somebody that you know he's he spent a lot of time at Baylor, and um, you know, I, I think, I mean. I think the one positive is, is especially for Jerome is that he understands this league and knows how tough it is to win. Um, you know, he knows a lot of the principles that Scott drew has like, you know, it's tough to win with freshmen in this league, right? You need to have an older team. You need to stay old things that, that, you know, he's just in part, he's been imparted upon him. He's been a part of at Baylor. The one challenge guys is, wow, it's really difficult to have your first head coaching job in this league. Uh, it's, it's just such a difficult league to win. And now look, we've seen guys come in and win, right? TJ Otzelberger, great example, but you know, for Jerome to come to, to come, you know, uh, to the power five and this be the job that he takes, you know, having Kansas as your biggest rival, uh, it's not easy guys. It's really not easy. So I, I think it's a great fit. We know that there's a lot of capabilities at Kansas state. If Bruce Weber can do it, you know, it can win at a high level. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Jerome Tang can, but it's an undertaking, right? And and I, um, Garrett, you and I had talked about this, but the first step for them is keeping Nigel Pack. Now he'll mm -hmm. go through the draft process. Um, I don't know. He announced last night that he is. I don't know if he's putting his name in the portal too, but at least he can go through the draft process. Uh, so we'll see where that leads. But that, that's kind of step one for him is re-recruiting the guys they have currently and, and trying to see what he can build there. But I, I like Jerome Tang, and it was about time. Uh, and I hope he does well. You, you mentioned freshmen. Uh, Josh, talk a little bit about the game uh, last weekend, Baylor and North Carolina. It, it, first of all, it was I, I thought it was just a terrific basketball game, knockdown, drag out. But the, the freshman so hand for Baylor going toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with Baycott, I, I thought that was a great matchup, uh, particularly in that second half and into overtime. So it's, it's really funny you guys mentioned this. Um, I was doing an episode last night with our with our our draft guy at Locked On, Rafael Barlow. Does a great job covering the NBA draft. And one guy I really wanted to dive into was was Jeremy Sohan, and he said he went to a Baylor practice early in the season, and he was talking to some of the coaches, and they you know because Kendall Brown was kind of the guy to watch. That, that was the guy, and they said, uh, -uh the guy you want to watch, it's Sohan over there. The guy just wants the big moments. He really does. And for him to come off the bench, 15 and 11 with three assists and a block and a steal as the three turn as a four turnovers. But this guy just wants to be in the mix. He, he wants to be involved. And so I think 
as an NBA player, this is a guy that we're going to be talking about because he's really raw, you know, in terms of what he can do. He only goes, he goes four or 14 that game, but that's the most impressive four or 14 I've ever seen. This guy just wants to mix it up. He's always doing something. The blocks feel big. The steals feel important. And he really, you know, one man's lost another man's gain. Hate to see Jonathan Chamochachwa go out when he did, but I feel like Jeremy Sohan was the guy that stepped up and took advantage of that situation, especially down the backstretch. Get the job done? No, but that comeback does not happen without Sohan. And I'm excited to see. You know, maybe he stays. I doubt it. I, I think NBA teams are really keen on this guy. So I'm excited for his future. And I'm a little upset we didn't get to see more of him at Baylor, especially as he's peaking right now. Josh, baseball about to get started this weekend in conference play. Baylor and TCU, the only two teams with conference games underneath their belt right now. But is this conference going to be as competitive as basketball or close to being as competitive as basketball? Or is Texas Tech and Texas just that far ahead of everybody? Asking it to be as competitive as basketball, it's, it's, a, it's a quite the undertaking. Just because in basketball this year, there were no bad teams. Now, West Virginia wasn't great, but like West Virginia is a capable team. They, they, they knocked out Kansas State in that first round. So I do think that you do see some attrition at the bottom of this conference. I think it's tough for us to say, yeah, this baseball conference is going to be as good as it was in basketball. But like, because, you know, you still have, still have the Kansas of the world. You still have West Virginia who's not great. And, you know, I'm still curious. Oklahoma had a nice little, nice little non-conference as well. But yeah, I mean, the, the nice part of the Big 12 for baseball is, is that the top of the conference is so deep. I mean, you've got TCU and Tech and Texas, although Texas hasn't had that little slide as, as of late. Um, and they've been able to actually, you know, just they've won five straight, so they kind of back off that slide. But uh, in Oklahoma State, and we'll see what OU does. So the top class of the conference might be better than basketball's top class was, but I think there is some attrition towards that back end that would make you say, eh, not as good as basketball was top to bottom. Josh, I, I know Baylor, for instance, got under, underway yesterday for spring football practice, and all eyes were on the quarterback position in the battle between Blake Shapin and Gary Bohannon. When you look at those guys, what are your thoughts on having two quality guys, players that should step up and be starters? And then as far as the expectations for Baylor this year, when all your key games are going to be on the road? Yeah, well, I, I think it's reasonable to expect a, a step back um, you know, because you, you lose guys like Bernard and Petrie, it's, it's just so important. I mean, it's so important, especially for a Dave Aranda team where you kind of understand what the identity is. Good news is they retain a lot of the coaching staff. Um, the Shapin versus Bohannon battle is, is one where, um, you know, Gary took such good care of the football early in the season, and I think some of that went away late. You watch that bowl game and you just kind of you shake your head and you say, mm, I don't know if they can proceed forward with this guy at quarterback. Look now, maybe Gary gets better, uh, you know, end off season, but shaping to me with that first half that he had against Oklahoma State showed you how capable of a quarterback that he is, that he can be. Now, obviously, there's a lot to a lot to work out, but um, that ceiling for the offense, in my opinion, has to be higher this year. And, and I think Blake raises that ceiling for them offensively. And so because of that, this can't just be a 
uh, at least right now, it does not appear to be an offense where it's like, all right, we know we're just going to hand the ball off a bunch. Guys like Abram Smith passing certain passing downs when we need to. A lot of the weapons are gone. A lot of their weapons are gone from Ebner to Smith to Thornton. I mean, they're losing a lot. So for them, the, and now the offensive line's back, which is huge. But I think you got to capitalize off that and play the more uh, not experienced guy, the more talented guy. I, I would put my money on Blake Shapin. I would back him. I, I know Gary's got the winning experience, winning pedigree, if you will. But to me, Shapin's a more talented player. And I think for their offense this year, they're going to need that. One thing that Dave Aranda talked about was uh, he would like to see one of the guys uh, win the job uh, in, uh, in in the spring. And, and that's exactly what has to happen, isn't it, Josh? I mean, it, you, you're, you don't want the coaching staff to pick. You want one of the guys to step up and win the job. Well, you, you know, you make a great point. Go back to the example last year, Texas gave us, right? I mean, how Steve Sarkeesian was, was pretty absolute in the, in the fact that he's like, nobody has won this job. Nobody has decided to go and grab this job by the horns. Now, look, you can have some patience and let this thing play out, but I think Dave Aranda is, is going to let these two guys sort it out, and I'm with you. I think Texas set the example last year of how talented a team could be but if the quarterback spot is not resolved, you don't know who your leader is. It makes, it makes things a lot more difficult. And you want to know who that guy is from day one. You need to know who to rally around. All the guys that I work with that played always say this. You guys know, you guys know this here all the time. We need to know who our guy is. We need to know who our leader, our leader is. I don't think that's lost on Dave Aranda. I, I think he's going to make his decision. And I, I think, you know, one of these guys will win the job, but, uh, they got to step up and do it because once again, we saw it happen in Texas last year. And, and if you don't have that figured out, it can end in disaster. So it is paramount for one of these guys to step up and get the job done. With all the new coaches in the big 12, who has the biggest task in front of them in spring football? Hmm. Uh, it's, it's so hard. I, I think the, the obvious answer that you want to say is always Brent Venables, right? Um, just because, there's so much expectation, but I think their schedule actually looks pretty good. And so I think because they're, I think everything is kind of laid out um, in front of them. I, I would kind of go off the radar here. I think Sonny Dykes has a difficult job ahead of him. That recruiting class was not spectacular. We'll see what they can continue to do in the portal. We know there's going to be an exodus of players from a variety of places. When we go down the line here uh, after spring football, we're going to see the transfer portal once again, kind of crowd and some guys out of that, but they really got to make sure they hit that hard. I think TCU, there's so much thought about who is jockeying for position now in the new big 12 and Sonny Dice is going to hit the ground running to make sure his team is in a good spot. Because I think, you know, our, our guy, Steven Simcox will tell you like, that's a fan base that kind of expects to be there. And then they should because of what their, uh, what their, you know, roster or what their, excuse me, their history entails. So I think Sonny Dykes has a reputation to uphold and kind of get back to. And I'm interested to see in spring football where that team is from multiple, multiple perspectives, multiple perspectives, excuse me, especially on defense because it was not good last year and obviously no Gary Patterson. So uh, there are some changes that to be made. So I would say Sonny Dykes at TCU has caught my eye. Josh, what are we working on for the podcast? Talking about which guys have made themselves the most cash 
in the NCAA tournament in terms of NBA Jeremy Sohan. We talk about him. Oshai Abaji, Christian Brown, Jalen Wilson, Isaiah Brockington, Jade Ivey can probably yes. thank John Morant for making him some money. So we, we kind of cover it all here. It's on the, the show today. You guys can find it on YouTube. Raphael Barlow breaks it all down with me. So that's what's coming up. And obviously a preview of the Sweet 16. As always, Josh, thanks. We appreciate your time. Appreciate it, guys. See you later. That's uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12, and he's locked in. That's good stuff. All right, uh, 19 minutes after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And, uh, and look, if you're looking to sell your home, you can do it in five days or less. The brokerage house guarantees that they'll sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. Uh, the Brokerage House and Aaron Ryan have a uh, have a uh, proven marketing program that is known to generate offers above, I said above market value, and multiple offers for your home as well. You want more information? It's five days. That's the numeral five, five days to sow.com. That's five days to sow.com. Or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. 817-812-2978. All right. Uh, get your notepads out. Get your pen. Get your pencil. Get ready. Garrett is going to take you from A to Z through every rule known to mankind in the USFL. I mean, from offs. No, I'm just kidding. But there are a couple of cool, uh, interesting uh, tw- uh, twists and turns, if you will, to the uh, to the USFL rule book, and we'll talk about them next here on the Central Texas. Your report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. High pressure in control, and that means a lot of sunshine again today. Still a bit on the breezy side with highs topping out at 68 degrees. We'll see a few clouds tonight, otherwise mostly clear skies. Lows fall to 36 and mostly sunny tomorrow. More of a southerly wind, and that means warmer temperatures with highs topping out at 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on game time we're joined now by shayhan jay raja from cbssports.com you will make more money as a division one team of access to the ncaa tournament and that comes with its own payout you will get all of your games televised usually on something like espn plus or, or something like that so there is money involved but it's not game changing money you do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that game time Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a speed bump. Did you hear what I said? I'm a speed bump. And if you have cut-rate car insurance, the cost to reattach your muffler could really be a bump in the road. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight twenty-four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and brought to you in part by Good Feet, Versalift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and Big Boys Record Service. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the United States Football League, also known as the USFL, and its return now. I still find it interesting, Ward, that they're going to play all of their games. They're going to have all of their practices. They're going to do everything associated with the USFL in this first year in in the bubble. They're going to be in a bubble. And, you know, how do you build your fan base when you're not in that community doing autograph signing sessions at, you know, at, at that restaurant or this restaurant? I mean, but that's that's the challenge they have in this first year. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's going to hinder them or help them. I. I really don't know. I. I think it hinders them more than anything else. Um, and, and I don't really understand why we're still pursuing staying in the bubble. I just don't. But I mean, it's their league. They can do what they want. It's obviously TV money is going to be good enough that they can afford to do that. So mm-hmm. that's the direction they're going to stay in. Um, but I. I. I don't think it lends or tends to give them the capability of building that brand very big. One thing it will do, it will cut down incredibly on travel expense. Yes, I think you're, that's You're not flying it. from Philadelphia to, I mean. No, you're, you're not. But, I mean, I, I'm interested to see how good a product it is all in one location. And I don't think it's going to be that great. Well, and I agree with you. I, I think that you, you when it's, you, you strike while the iron's hot and you can't strike from 
2,000 miles away. I mean, that's just the bottom line. The New Jersey Generals need to be in New Jersey for Pete's sake. But with that said, they're gonna they're, they're off and running. And, and Garrett, they're going to do a few things different than your traditional fall football leagues, college, high school, NFL. Yeah, so, you know, you'll have usually a two options after a touchdown. You can either kick the extra point or go for two. Uh, you're going to have a third option in this league. Uh, so what you're going to do is you'll have a – you can run a play from the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. And if you score, then you get three points instead of two. So that's an interesting aspect. It, it, it is. And I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to football. But I, for some reason, like that option. What do you think, Ward? Nope. Okay. Uh, and, and because I would tell you – Moving the extra point back to wherever they're kicking in the NFL, I hated that. That's not where you kicked it. An extra point from the three-yard line. But they moved it. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, another thing that they're going to do, so a second option to retain possession after scoring is being able to convert a fourth and 12 from the team's 33. All right, I think that's stupid. Ward? Dumb. Yep, okay. I, I, I'm with you on that one. I mean, come on, now you're just grabbing stuff. You're just grabbing stuff. Okay, let's do this. And, you know, no, it's they're doing that to try to see if it works because if it does work, it's going to find its way to the NFL. There's no doubt. Uh, they're trying to eliminate the onside kick. They, you know, they just they don't like the onside. From a safety standpoint, I guess. From a safety standpoint, look, the kickoff. Unfortunately, it, to me, it's one of the most exciting plays no in, in football. But we are heading down a path to where we are not going to see a kickoff to start a football game or have a kickoff period in, in football anymore. Right here at Baylor. Think about what, what you saw last year with punts and kick returns. I also think it, it's starting to get to the point where you don't have kickers anymore because they're, they're constantly pushing it back and pushing it back. And We've seen so many field goal kickers miss easy chip shots last year. It's almost like they're just forcing that out of the game. Well, we, we talked about the Cowboy plays kicker. He missed six extra points. But again... I, I sorry, uh, the extra point should be kicked from the three yard line. I mean, that's where you run the extra point play. True. So yeah, we're overthinking everything. Uh, you're right. We are. All right. So in overtime, each team's offense will have uh, alternate plays against opposing defenses from the two yard line. Each successful scoring attempt, each team will receive two points. So after three plays, the team with the most points wins in overtime. So you, you're going to get three snaps no matter what? Correct. All in all in a row? You'll get three snaps. No, you, if you score, it goes to the other team. The team. other team. It's but back th- and forth. But three's the total. Correct. Mm-hmm. And the team with the most points after that is the Okay, winner. so what if there's What if, what if each tied? team has six? Exactly. That's, yeah, then maybe, I don't know. See, I think you should go to a kick out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just no. put the kickers out there and let no. them do no, it. No, kickers ain't deciding no, no stinking on, man. They're not That's football dumb. players. That's dumb. No. Give them some love. No. 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 Uh, I, 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 like, I like the overtime rules the way they were before they put a limit on it just and force the two-point conversion. Just let them play it out. And if it takes eight overtimes, it takes eight overtimes. Play it out. Yeah, I agree. Just ask, you know. It needs to be that way in the NFL. It needs to be that way all the way across the board. I don't know. I would say get the kickers involved, Max. No. no. Kickers can't. Look, no. If you're playing, I'm not putting my game on the line on a goofy kicker. But if you're a Sunday night no. game and you're playing Thursday no, next week, I don't I'm saving care. my bodies. No. No. I'm saving my bodies. No. Too much on the line. I don't know. I, 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 I like the high school, college 
uh, overtime rule as opposed to the NFL rule. I do. I oh do. yeah, I I do too, one hundred percent. But again, I don't like the fact that after three after, of them, after two of them, is it two? After two, you, you go have to, to go the, for two. You, they go straight to oh, the two point right. conversion. Yeah, now. and I don't like. That. I don't like that's that. not football. That I'm sorry. That's and I understand what they're I don't doing. Like that. They're saying there's too many snaps. I, think they, I get it. I they had it. Well, it was the A&M LSU game. It sure was. That, yep. That as made, Coach Aranda. <laughs> that that made that made that situation go. Okay, we can't do this. And I understand. I mean, they were they were their tongue was on the ground. But I mean, but that's the exception, not the rule. That is exactly what I was fixing to say. That doesn't happen every time. No, it, it doesn't. And, and normally, it's taken care of in 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 a timely manner. But you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the day, and it wasn't that long ago. Well, where I remember we had it ties, was, and well, you didn't play overtime. Right, well, you unless you had a tie, unless you went to you went to penet- you went to Penetra- first downs and penetrations. Then you went to penetrations, yeah. and then if you were tied there, then it was a tie. Yeah, but in playoffs, you 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 it was penetrations, first down. You even went to total offense, total yard. I mean, there was all kinds of things to this. And I'm like, go snap it on the football field, or you have a kicker, you can stand out there and kick. No. No. Get the kickers involved. No. No. 831. Is that it? Is that all the rules for USFL? That's all the rules. Okay. That's the main rules. No. So, I'm okay, I guess, with, with that first one, the three-point play. I don't know why I am, but but that onside kick thing, no way. No how. Sorry. Anyway. All right. 831. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. Steven Simcox is coming up next. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, March 31st, and hear from track and field head coach Michael Ford and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have you got me so many feet problems. I had back problems. So I had had as many epidurals yeah, I that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. At the NIT tournament, St. Bonaventure beat Virginia 52-51 and Xavier top Vanderbilt 75-73. The other quarterfinals tonight pit Texas A&M against Wake Forest and BYU takes on Washington State. Two runs in the bottom of the ninth earned Baylor baseball, a 3-2 win over UTSA. The Bears are 11-9 and and headed to Oklahoma this weekend. A midweek doubleheader sweep for Baylor softball, wins of 5-1 and 7-1 over Tarleton, have moved Glenmore's team to 17-10 on the year. Juan Soto has signed a one-year $17.1 million deal with the Nationals. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. as we welcome you back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And from the podcast, Locked on Horn Frogs, we welcome into the program Stephen Simcox. Simmy, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, Let's let's dive right into this thing. Uh, I, I know they lost, but man, oh man, what a great basketball game TCU and Arizona treated us to was a really good game uh proud of the effort of those guys hung in there with a really good team in arizona and you know i mean just relative to expectations they had a great weekend they beat seton hall and honestly they won that game pretty handily they looked like the better team the more athletic team um and then handled themselves well against arizona but man it also just feels like a missed opportunity up three with about 30 seconds left um just you know find a way to force a two-point shot out there but benedict mature and uh, one of Arizona's guards, you'll you'll see him over uh, the Sweet 16 and maybe into the Final Four. He's really good. He's a stud. He's going to be a top 10 pick in the NBA this year. He hit a big three um, to tie that game up. And then, unfortunately, TCU was not able to hold on. But, yeah, they equipped themselves well. And I think it was good experience for this team that's got a lot of guys coming back next year. Um, so not a lot of complaints. They did a, a nice job. Just, uh, man, you hate that you played so well and still came up a little bit short. But that's uh, that's part of March, and that's part of facing a really good team and a one seed in Arizona. What did you say about the league? Uh, three teams out of the six get there. A couple more really – I mean, all well, heck, all three had a chance to move on. Uh, the, the three that didn't had, a, had certainly had opportunities to, to get it done and move on. So what's it say about the league? I mean, we, we've talked about this league being the best or the second best league, you know, but what do you think? I think it's definitely the deepest. I feel like that's the biggest argument for the Big 12. I mean, the top of the league, Baylor was obviously banged up by the end of the season. KU's really good. Texas Tech is a, is a very good team. Um, and I think the Big 10 and SEC have some teams at the top of their conference 
they'd also have a chance to win a national title. But the bottom line is, like, TCU hung with Arizona. Um, everybody won their first-round matchup. Iowa State, they're a tough watch, but they have a system. They're going to play defense. They're going to grind people out. And uh, I saw a stat earlier this week after they beat um, Wisconsin to make the Sweet 16. Iowa State 7-11 and against the Big 12 this year, and they're 15-0 and against everybody else. So I think that kind of tells you uh, just how difficult the Big 12 is, that round-robin format. There's no secrets. Everybody knows everybody. Uh, it's the deepest league in the country. I don't feel like there's an argument against it. Unfortunate that, you know, a few more teams couldn't make the second weekend, but um, I think everybody handled themselves really well. And I feel like most of the teams in the league also feel like they have a bright future. Like Texas just getting rolling with Mark Adams. Um, Chris Beard is trying to turn that Texas program around. TCU has a lot of people coming back. Texas Tech, Kansas, and Baylor have all shown that they are – uh, teams that are super consistent and are great programs. K-State got Jerome Tang as their head coach. So uh, I feel like every team in the league is uh, just excited about where they're at and where they could be going in the next few seasons. How is the job ahead for Jamie Dixon of being able to keep who he has in place in place and, and add a couple of pieces for this basketball team going forward? Well, Ward, the big domino to fall there is going to be whether Mike Miles decides to go to the NBA or not. I imagine he'll uh, throw his hat, um, you know, in the ring and then kind of see what happens as far as what feedback he gets. If he decides to come back, then I think this team really has a high ceiling. Um, as far as additions go, they have um, P.J. Haggerty coming in, a DFW kid who's, who's a four-star recruit. They're also in the mix. I don't know if this – I don't think they'll get him, but Anthony Black is a five-star guard from Duncanville, um, and he has TCU as one of his top four teams. I think he's supposed to make a decision next week. So if they're able to land him, that would be huge. Uh, but more likely, I, I think the additions will be maybe adding a couple shooters from the transfer portal. That's where this team is lacking, is they just don't have the ability to really space the floor with some guys that can hit um, shots behind the three-point line. And really, their only pure shooter, Ed O'Bannon, is the one guy that has no eligibility left. So uh, they, they need to address that. If Mike Miles ends up coming back, I think that they're going to be in really good shape. But even if he doesn't, this core is going to be uh, back next year. So I really feel like it's just more about developing the players you have and maybe adding a few guys here and there as you go into the into the offseason. Simi, the football frogs are getting underway under Sonny Dykes. Uh, talk a little bit about the transition going from a defensive-minded head coach to an offensive-minded head coach and how that could benefit your guys like Max Duggan and Chandler Morris who are battling it out right now quarterback yeah it'll be intriguing Garrett I mean I, I just noticed Sonny spoke a little bit to the media after practice and um, he said the offense was ahead of the defense which you don't typically hear that in general but you definitely didn't hear that at TCU you know Gary was always in the spring sort of lamenting that his offense was way behind his defense well I don't know how mad about that he was because he was in charge of the defense but he would just sort of comment that but uh, I think it's um, I, I said this to you earlier this week Garrett I feel like it's sort of interesting because you look at the rest of the league and everybody's kind of going more the route of tough-minded defensive coaches. Obviously, Dave Aranda, Baylor, Oklahoma State's kind of changed their identity. Um, Oklahoma goes and hires Brett Venables. Kansas State and West Virginia have some young coaches like Chris Kleiman and Neil Brown that are more dis uh, defensive-minded. And so TCU's kind of going a different direction with Sonny Dykes, but um, I think it will benefit the skill players a lot. Like Quentin Johnston apparently had a really good day at practice yesterday. They have a few other wide receivers they're excited about. 
Their running backs have been good. If they can sure up this offensive line, um, and we'll figure out what happens at the quarterback position as the offseason uh, continues on, I think this offense can be really good. But it's a, it's a whole new regime. It's a whole new atmosphere. You know, I'm sort of laughing yesterday. I saw a lot of uh, TCU media folks putting out videos and pictures of practice. Like, practice is just open. You can go if you want, if you're a fan, or if you just want to check it out on your own at the practice field. Um, one of the assistant coaches, Paul Gonzalez, had a microphone on, and they put out like a one-minute video of him talking to his safeties. I feel like if one of Gary's assistants had a microphone on, he would have ripped that right off their chest before practice started. Um, so it's just a, a totally different culture out there right now, which is kind of funny to see. But, uh, yeah, Sonny Dykes, they hit the field yesterday, and we'll sort of see his imprint on this team as the year goes on. Let's turn our attentions to uh, to baseball. They won last night. They won over the weekend. They came to Waco to open up Big 12 play and, and took two of three, uh, and now they got Kansas State coming in uh, to Lumpton Stadium. So uh, a good start to, to conference play and, and really a good start to the season at 15-5. and five. Yeah, they're playing well. I think the biggest encouraging sign for this team, Tom, is they've just found a way um, to come back in a lot of games. They've won six games this year when they're trailing after eight innings, which is pretty insane. On Saturday, it looked like Baylor had them dead to rights and were about to even the series. They're up 8-5 in the ninth. And then TCU was able to get, uh, you know, three runs scored in the top of the ninth inning. And they did it on – they only put one ball in play. I mean, they had five walks. They were hit by a pitch. They just sort of grinded out a lot of at-bats, stayed alive, kept getting guys to the plate, and then they were able to win that game in extra innings. Um, the, the starting pitching situation is a little dicey right now. Riley Cornelio looked really good on Friday night against Baylor. Austin Krobe didn't pitch. I'm not sure what the timeline is for his return. I don't know what his injury situation is or if they were just trying to give him some rest last weekend. So they got to get that figured out. And – They'll have a test this weekend because, uh, man, Kansas State can mash. I, I think they've won eight in a row. They can really hit the ball. They always do. You know, last year that was a team that gave TCU a lot of trouble, especially when they were on the road in Manhattan. But being back at home should help. Um, they, it's the schedule's sort of weird. They get like the, you know, that was a tough series against Baylor to open conference play, and now they get K State, West Virginia, um, a few of the teams that are projected to be towards the bottom half of the league. And then in April, they just have a gauntlet. They play Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and Florida State all in the month of April. So uh, you need to stack up as many wins as you can before that rolls around. Um, and, and we'll see how, how, they, how they do this weekend coming back home for their Big 12 opener. But, uh, yeah, they're playing well. They're taking care of their business. Beat Abilene Christian last night. Um, I think Kirk Sarlis has done a nice job with the transition so far. How encouraging is it that this pitching staff really hasn't had very many of those blow-up innings either. They've been able to kind of stay consistent at least the early part of the season. No, it's big time. I mean, it's that's what's kept them in games. Uh, they've had a lot of comebacks because they've been able to at least stay within striking range uh, and not allow, as you said, a blow-up inning to just completely put them out of a ball game. So that's a good sign. I feel like this is a group that can sort of grow and develop as the year goes on. Last year they started red hot and then just sort of slowly started to crumble a little bit as the year progressed. Um, so if they could flip that this year, that'd be great. Like maybe they uh, start a little shaky on the pitching side and then it comes together as the year goes on. But yeah, the, the biggest uh, sign of encouragement, I think was just Riley Cornelio coming out on Friday and throwing at Jim. I mean, we all know how good Tyler Thomas is. He's one of the best pitchers in the big 12 and, and he was able to outduel him in Waco last week. So if he can continue to do that, then, 
that's a really good table setter for you. And, uh, man, if you can win that first game of a series, that takes a lot of the pressure off the rest of the weekend. Simi, what are you, uh, what are you working on for your, uh, for your podcast, Locked on Horn Frogs? Well, I mean, we're uh, transitioning straight into spring football mode, kind of perfect timing, even though it was disappointing with basketball coming to an end as, when it did. Um, so, yeah, we'll hit spring football hard and heavy here. And then, obviously, a lot of coverage of baseball as well. And we'll keep an eye on uh, the basketball team and what happens during the offseason. But it's Locked on Horn Frogs wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for having me on, guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox. Uh, it is 846. We're 14 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And coming up this afternoon at 3 o'clock, John Morris will continue his conversation with uh, Coach Jerome Tang, and uh, he'll have that for you uh, and more coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Again, we're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, where you can check out the new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition or maybe check out one of those great-looking uh, Jeep vehicles. The Grand Cherokee, for example, is available at uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Uh, they've got a great selection of new vehicles. They've got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles. And, of course, uh, a second-to-none service department that will take great care care of you it is it's a it's a business that's building a relationship not just selling cars they're building relationships at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 201 West Loop 340 they're just down from Highway 84 you want to check them out online you can certainly do so at allensamuelsdcj.com that's allensamuelsdcj.com Ted Teague and his staff waiting to hear from you at 772-1000, 772-1000. Remember, Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Call Alan Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Alan Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Alan Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this, they have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your your roof above everything else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. At the NIT tournament, St. Bonaventure beat Virginia 52-51 and Xavier topped Vanderbilt 75-73. The other quarterfinals tonight pit Texas A&M against Wake Forest and BYU takes on Washington State. Two runs in the bottom of the ninth earned Baylor baseball a 3-2 win over UTSA. The Bears are 11-9 and headed to Oklahoma this weekend. A midweek doubleheader sweep for Baylor softball wins of 5-1 and 7-1 over Tarleton have moved Glenmore's team to 17-10 on the year. Juan Soto has signed a one-year $17.1 million deal with the Nationals. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8:52. We are eight away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, congratulations, Baylor softball. Glenn Moore's team they win a uh, doubleheader over Tarleton. 5-1 to one in the first game and 7-1 to one in the nightcap. Now, Baylor baseball had to work like crazy against UTSA to uh, to win the game. But they got it done with uh, a pair of runs in the ninth, and I think it was a walk-off walk in the in the bottom of the ninth inning that propelled the Bears to a 3-2 victory over the uh, UTSA Roadrunners. Baylor now 11-9 overall. They're 1-2 in league play. And it's interesting uh, – that both the softball team and the baseball team will be headed north. They're both going to Norman, Oklahoma for weekend series, and uh, that's coming up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can hear the baseball games right here on ESPN, and you can hear the softball games over on our sister station, Cool 101.3 FM. Baseball, uh, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. And again, Friday night, uh, the first pitch is coming up at 6.30, so it'll be a 6.15 broadcast uh, right here on your flagship station for Baylor baseball, ESPN Central Texas. So, but uh, uh, you know what? You you say, well, it was a midweek game. It was UTS. You find a way to win. That's the bottom line for Steve Rodriguez's team. Uh, it, it at the end of the year, 
when you look back, they're not going to ask you how. They're going to ask you how many. And uh, that was, uh, you know, that was an important win uh, in midweek for for the Bears. I, I'm thinking about softball. Does and, and I know Oklahoma is a juggernaut. It indeed. I it mean, is. it is. But does it help at all that you've already seen them once? Even though it was in a tournament. Well, you've got a scouting report, right, Ward? I mean, you yeah. you saw him in a tournament, and uh, you've got a scouting report. But you know what? They got a scouting report on I you. Know. It's it's about who's on the field making plays. So, yeah, they, they kind of know what you're about. You kind of know what they're about. Now, did you see each other's best arms? I don't know. Uh, did, was it – was it your normal everyday lineup? I don't. I don't remember. Was it their everyday lineup? You know, there's a lot of question marks. But yeah, the fact that you've seen how they play, uh, and, and you know, you know, going to Norman that mm-hmm. this is a terrific, terrific team, and it's going to be a terrific challenge. But you know, uh, what's the old saying? Where there's a great challenge, there's a great uh, reward. A great opportunity presents a great reward. So we'll see. We'll see how Glenmore's team responds, and uh, when they uh, when they head north to take on Oklahoma. And again, baseball uh, coming off a series where they lost two out of three at home, uh, salvaged the game on Sunday. Let's see how they respond as well when they take on the Sooners in Norman this uh, this weekend. So uh, that'll be coming up uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for both baseball and for softball. All right. That is going to do it for us uh, this morning. We appreciate you being a part of the program. Again, uh, thanks to uh, Josh Neighbors for being on the show and to Stephen Simcox for being a part of the program. We will do it again tomorrow at 7. Don't forget, coming up this afternoon at 4 o'clock, it's the Matt Mosley Show. And at 3 o'clock, the voice of the Bears, John Morris, will be here. And his special guest, again, will be Jerome Tang. All right, have yourself a great day. For Ward and for Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you in the morning at 7.